are in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. listed online at the website petro.com this is the noon report and we have a lot to cover on this friday as many of you know we have made the dedication the commitment if you will seven days a week i don't know about 24 hours a day but for the most part very early in the morning to late at night with breaking news i mean listen there's no point i'm not i can't i'm not going out at three o'clock in the morning i mean if there was some, i guess i could go out i shouldn't rule that out but anyhow when news breaks, boom, we're there. But not, it doesn't always have to be breaking news, a la, like last night. Boom, we were at the live stream debate. And it was pretty telling for a sitting, sitting governor, who lives to be complaining that they didn't get enough tickets for the debate. Like, I, I, this stuff, Governor McKee was so angry last night. Now, I went last night, folks, and I go, because I don't expect everyone to, you to have to go there. But it'll be interesting today. I didn't see, I heard Pork Boy was there. I didn't see him, but I was focused on our broadcast, which I was happy about. I'm going to play some of it. But Governor McKee, you know, there's, he certainly doesn't like debates. I'll say that. This portion of the program, and I, I want to address the Ponagansett situation. Um, Fall is definitely in the air. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, they're having an outstanding year. I'm so happy for them. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. If you go to the, find the show page. I need to find a way to, uh, some people think of just my Facebook page. You know what, I I need to change it a little bit so then the personal page, you can, I mean, just because people don't read, if you notice that. I'm not breaking any news with that, but I'll, I'll address that. I'll address that. We'll make the personal page so you can tell more that it's a personal page. Because then sometimes people get confused. Most people do not. The 35,000 that follow us with uh, far more than any other local radio host that normally, they're lazy, right? They just tap out at like, what, 4,900, something like that. I mean, we have, so we have like 40,000 followers just on Facebook alone. But folks, it's brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Mums and Kale are outstanding this year. Sizes ranging 4 inch, 6 inch, 9 inch, 12 inch. They have beautiful ornamental peppers. Everything you need for your fall decorating and more. Pumpkins, straw, cornstarchs, gourds, sugar pumpkins. Pick up some of the native vegetables. Now listen, today, tomorrow, Sunday, you're out and about. Take a ride. Hey, come on, support the cause. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Pop in and buy some tomatoes and sweet corn and just say, hey, I'm a big fan of Juan. And I really appreciate that you support that program, which they do. And I'm very grateful for it. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. They also have the deer-resistant placata, <clears throat> giant green abavite on the border, mulch, screen loom, crushed stone, always available, pickup and delivery, gift certificates. They're open seven days a week. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Folks, before I talk about last night's debate, and I want you to um, <clears throat> understand that. Listen, the debates are the debates. And if you're the candidate, I, you know, you, you can't sit back and hope, boy, I hope they're going to ask about this, or I really hope they're going to ask about, you know, that. You got to jump in. There was a lot of room to go last night, but I do want to address, I have the video and the audio up on the Facebook page. It's actually even up on DePedro.com. We'll have the full company story. But Governor McKee, this is this is not the first time. he He has this business where he goes at the end. He is so spitting mad and complaining, unreal. I'll I'll tell you, what we're dealing with is a governor who lives with his mother. No, but he, I don't know what he was like as mayor of, um, I don't know what he was like as mayor of Cumberland. I really didn't have any dealings with him as lieutenant governor. Other than I've told the story, Governor Raimondo would, would mock him. It's true. He'd complain that she wasn't listening to him, and she would, like, be laughing. I'm not saying she was an easy person to deal with, but even when he was going to take over and become the governor, which happened March, right, of 2021, uh, I think the first time we saw him up here, she made him sit in the audience. She wouldn't even let him on stage. 
That was no ticket. They were not a team. But Governor McKee, for whatever, he just feels that people don't respect him. Plain and simple. And it comes out. He was so, and here's what the media is not telling. I was there. He was spitting bullets last night. And he really let his staff have it. And some other people have it. He refused. No, the, the media, I'm the only one, folks. See, that's, and I want you to understand, that's why I go. Right? The lazy people down the dial and others, they don't go. I go. I, th- there's value in being on the ground. There's value in not having to rely on other people telling you things. Because then it, it gives you a clearer picture. You learn a lot by going. You know? And I want to be, I, no one makes me go. No one made me go to Eastern Poland. No one made me go to Ukraine. You learn more by being bull. Football game. You have the two guys in the booth, right? Romo, Jim Nance. But let's go down to the sideline. Sideline reporter. What's going on with the injury? I just talked to coach, blah, blah, blah. They expect him back, right? We just got information from boots on the ground. I'm not bringing it, but I want you to understand that. But there is a pattern here. (laughs) Governor McKee went stalking out of the Channel 10 debate this past summer. I don't know what he was like when he debated Aaron Ruggenberg. They only did it once. It was on Channel 12 that I remember. And it, it, it didn't seem to be that contentious. But he went stalking out with the Channel 10 debate. He was he did not like that in any way. Uh, You know, the whole thing with Matt Brown, and he said he was sweating up there, and you keep sweating, but he didn't like the crowd. Uh, And he they were then complaining, um, which I've heard, of Gene Velicente. Gene Velicente, I want to get Gene. What I like what Gene does is he just, here's the topic. Now, you guys debate it, right? Soccer stadium. Are you in favor or against it? I've introduced the topic. Now, you debate it. I like that. I prefer that. That's actually more my style. <clears throat> you have to manage if somebody bears a point. But after the Channel 12 debate of the primary, Governor McKee was upset, but he hates Channel 12 to begin with. That was on full display Tuesday night. What Tuesday night, what you saw, were two journalist reporters who I think are very good. Ted White... Uh, Tim White and Ted Nisi. And I, I have respect for those guys. I like them personally as well, but I, I really respect the work they do. And, and the governor despises them. And he didn't, he wasn't hiding it last night, uh, Tuesday night. And he comes off, Governor McKee, as like, hey, I agree to do your debate, and this is the way I'm treated. How about he was saying, hey, Tim, you know, remember when you told Matt Brown? Well, you need to do that. Like he was giving. He was giving Tim White instruction, which I, I don't remember. Well, maybe it's happened in the past. But but the biggest thing also that didn't really get reported was <clears throat> Governor McKee was saying, and you guys who took my friend, Mike McKee, and dragged him over the call. Like, there's so much anger. Governor McKee feels, rightly or wrongly, that, and he points the finger at Channel 12, that they have disrupted his turn. But. So he, he was really angry Tuesday night. Now, first of all, he didn't feel well. And number two, you know, he's standing next to Ashley Kalis, who she's, she's got the, the, the commercial saying she's a fighter. She's not afraid. If Ashley Kalis has proven anything, number one, she's, she's proven several things. Number one, she looks good on television. She looks good. She presents herself well. <clears throat> she is not afraid to spend her own money. Um. You know, they had her prepared for the first debate last night. I want to be objective. It reminds me more of, you know, in music. I was really into music growing up. I I thought I would even, you know, have a a career as like a morning show on an alternative station. I love WBRU. I was big into the college music scene. I was into local rock scene. But it reminded me of bands that say, you know, they had three years to prepare and write songs for their first album. And then they had, you know, some, it was either either three weeks or three months to prepare for the second album. Ashley Kalis 
had a lot of time to prepare for the first debate. I didn't, I didn't see it as much last night. And I'll tell you why now. But I want to just finish the thought here. For sitting governor to be on stage in a debate and complaining, which Governor McKee did, on how the tickets were distributed, is, uh, that, that, is, that is such a chip. You know, Governor McKee, he just, he doesn't feel respected. There's no other way to say it. He doesn't. Um, and I, I could tell again, he was, he was complaining last night to Ian Donis of Rhode Island Public Radio and Patrick Anderson of the Journal. And I don't think he complained to the student of Rhode Island College. He was complaining to the staff of Rhode Island College. So when I arrived last night, and I got there fairly early, 530. If you watch, we did a pre-debate. I'm going to play. I saw Eva Mancuso. I don't know. That was the first time I saw her. I thought it was an easy line, right? Whenever I think Eva Mancuso now, what do I think of Eva? Hang up on them. So if you miss, I play. I said that last night. It's on the website. It's also on the Facebook page. I thought it was a great line. I thought it was the best line of the night. Ashley should have used that. I'm begging her to use that. You're not going to hang up on me tonight. The crowd would have exploded. But when I got there, the only people I saw when I arrived, granted, I got there an hour before the debate. I like to scout out where I'm going to be. I don't like to be rushed. Set everything. We like to do the pre-debate, which we did. Interviewed the three panelists. Sorry, Eva Mancuso. Eva? No. Helena wants to talk to you. Eva, hang up on them. But but I saw McKee, people with McKee signs outside. But, what, but the thing is, is they're union people, right? Because the unions, they send their people to stand outside and hold signs. But it wasn't coordinated to get them inside. So for whatever reason, the Kalis people, you know, I've been saying four to one. And no one's reporting this. And this is what you'll learn by God. I, I would say the Ashley Kayla supporters outnumbered the McKee supporters. I'm even going to say five to one. So the McKee, I don't know what they did with all their tickets. There were McKee people there. There were. They were in the front. They filled about two rows. The Kayla's people filled several rows. But my point is, everyone was given the equal amount. Now, there were a lot of empty seats there. So I don't know if there was a miscommunication and they thought that the union people, right, that were paid to stand outside and hold McKee signs. I don't know if there was a miscommunication that they were actually supposed to then go inside the debate with their signs. Because none of those people were then inside. The people, and they were in the rain. I wasn't going to stand in the rain and film them. But I didn't see anyone with a McKee sign in the audience. And then the Kalis people come piling in like the rival team. And they're fired up and they're young and they're enthusiastic and they were showing a lot of spirit for Ashley. But for governor, for a sitting governor now, again, goes stalking out. Now, I also posted, what's no one talking about? He refused to shake her hand. I, I, I just, I mean, the media is giving him such a free pass. I don't get it. Now, Ashley should have held her hand out to really emphasize it. But I posted the video. He walks around and does not, he won't acknowledge her and won't shake her hand. He won't shake her hand beforehand. He actually moved the stool. He didn't want to be next to her. And he won't shake her hand after that. Now, listen, I know the McKee people get upset when I'm reporting these things. But I saw it. We have the tape. This is someone that talked about, you know, he was a coach. Uh, boys and girls, YMCA, or um, uh, boys club, girls club, so forth. So, I mean, one of the basic things you teach people and teach kids, and I've had to go through it. I remember coaching, you know, you're coaching a soccer, youth soccer, and you get the kids in the beginning and they're not used to it, and you get a couple kids that start crying because they lost or whatever, and you have to explain to them, you know, you got to walk through, good game, good game, good game, same thing. Whether it is any sport, whether it is soccer, basketball, baseball, that's part of it. And I even had, you know, I I remember speaking with a parent not to go on, but a a mother saying, you know, he just, he's so upset when they lose. I said, listen, to be on the team, you don't have to be a great player, but here's here's what you have to do. You got to go to practice. You got to pay attention. You got to show up on time for the games. 
ideally show up on time for practice. But at the end of the game, you have to go through the line and say, good game. Takes like two seconds. Hold your hand out. Good game, good game, good game. So if they can't do that, well, he just gets really upset if they lose. Well, then he can't be on the team. I had a mother like, you know, he'll go to the games. He, he, he doesn't like to practice. I said, well, <laughs> what part of this? That, that, the game is like, you know, 50% of the equation. The other part is there's various other things to come into play. But I, I thought it showed poor sportsmanship. Right? What are we being lectured? You're being lectured about democracies under attack and transfer of power and blah, blah, blah. I get it. Governor McKee, he, he, doesn't, he despises Ashley Kalis. He does. They hate her. They can't stand her. They feel that she doesn't respect him. No nerve. I'm not saying it's easy. I encounter people that I don't like. And I encounter people who don't like me. But what do you do? You're cordial. You're professional. You're polite. Just give a quick nod. Hello. You don't go stalk. He went stalking off again, yelling at Rhode Island College people. <clears throat> what is this kind of crap? I heard someone from Rhode Island College, I'm not going to say who's saying, Governor, I assure you those weren't students. I didn't come up here for this crap. Maybe I need to change some. Maybe some of you people need, a, you know, ah, ah. now he's threatening people's jobs at Rhode Island College. Wow, what hothead. He gave it to his staff. Whew. Wow, what an angry guy went storming off into the night. Think I need this crap? Bah, bah, bah. You know, we saw it on primary night. What does Mary Lou Angela say, whatever that lady's name is, when, pe- you know, when people show them, them, show them who they really are, believe them. He did. He showed us on primary night. That's who he is. Governor McGreed, without question, he showed us exactly who he was. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Now, again, someone could say, well, it's not doesn't show a lot of class that Ashley Kalis is pretty disrespectful and standing next to him and calling him incompetent, which I hear. And then. And then Governor McKee doubled down with Crandall. Anybody with a brain in the head would not be calling when they're watching me on TV. Anyone with a brain in his head. And then the next day, they, you know, two days later, they started apologizing for it. So last night, there she is. I see her, Eva Mancuso. So Juan jumps into action. Mancuso. So, Eva, hang up on them. <laughs> hang up on them. <laughs> She's looking right at me. Oh, come on. I had to. <laughs> All right. There's Eva Vincuso, my friend. It's the first time Let's I've seen her. some of the panelists. As I was walking on stage, and when I said, hey, Eva, she totally turned. Everyone turned. Hang up on them. Oh, this Eva Vincuso. So, Eva, hang up on them. <laughs> hang up on them. <laughs> Oh, come on. I hear people laughing. (laughs) All right. Hey, that's what I bring to the table. That's what I bring to the table, folks. Um, Now, also, yesterday, it was mostly on social media, but we totally exposed this whole facade. And the Democrats were, oh, it's the most brilliant commercial. The most brilliant commercial was, oh, that's so Rhode Island. These, These people that look down on the state. We're, oh, it's so... Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. Yeah, except we really heard as I played yesterday. Now, I played that in the one o'clock hour, how this woman truly sounds. Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. Yeah, that's not how she sounds. Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. Yeah, Holly, that's also not how you talk. Now, we have found out, folks, as I mentioned, that... You're not from around here, are you? Can you imagine a commercial aimed at Sabina Matos that ends like this? A, a, a commercial that Aaron Gookian runs that ends with this. You're not from around here, are you? Can you imagine the uproar? 
But the frauds that make up the Democrat Party, do you know Jen Psaki was laughing and thought it was a brilliant commercial? You're not from around here, are you? So why? Because they look at us as a bunch of stooges. That's how Pork Boy, who I heard was involved with this commercial, Pork Boy knows that woman. This is him interviewing that woman. Listen how she talked. I played this yesterday. Uh, you go and see an orthopedic, a dentist, um, a regular doctor. I mean, the Department of Health is trying to get people to sign into the prescription monitoring program. They coached her to sound like this. Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. They told her to talk that way because that's how they, Park Boy and McKee, that's how they view the people of Rhode Island. A bunch of nimcompoots that are like out of um, my cousin Vinny. That's how they view you. Or is it Illinois? That's what she got a tax break on her house. She just voted in Florida. Now, that girl, and the last girl is a, a daughter of a union person. But she said, let me just play the. Yeah. Or is it Illinois? That's what she got a tax break on her house. So that woman said, or is it Illinois? That's where she got a tax break on her house. They said, well, no, you're going to talk like this. Or it is in Illinois where she got a tax break. So that was Pork Boy. That was Pork Boy volunteering his time coaching this person. No, you're going to sound like this. Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. So the woman said, Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. They said, no, you're going to talk like hey, Ashley. That's not Rhode Island. Big and a bang. Bye, bye. They, they, they totally fake. Ashley, that's not Rhode Island. She doesn't talk that way. Some of her... This woman's friends were reaching out. No, no, no. When she was doing the interview and talking normal, she was faking. I, one of the McKee people said that to me last night. Listen, the point is, notice now the media, the media was far more interested when Ashley Kalis ran a commercial <clears throat> that said, Poor Tucket Soccer Stadium. Oh, my God. Channel 12, the journal, oh, that's not it. It's Pawtucket. Ah, bah, bah. What, what do you hear now? Crickets. When in the commercial, number one, it's fake. And number two, one of the people in it says cohawks when it's cohawks. Silence. Now, listen, here's but here's the part. If you thought the, the media, the the theme, the, the media in general, if you thought that they were going to be on the side of Ashley Kalis, then you haven't been paying attention. I mean, you, you, you can't say at this point, boy, the media seems to be against her. As I was telling someone last night, you know, there are people that are in the Democrat Party and there are people in media around here. That, and, and here's something that I don't think many people, that they fully get. When you say, if you confess or say, I voted for President Trump. Or I think Ron DeSantis is doing a good job in Florida. They view you as like a foreign species. They don't say, well, that's interesting. Or, you know, I voted for Hillary and this. But no, 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 no. Number one, they don't think you should have the, the right to vote. They view you as there's something wrong with you. You are a white supremacist. You're hateful. These are members of the media. You know, and I don't have to go back through the whole thing that during the summer of 2020, people were surprised at the coverage. But so many of these younger media members, they if they they I was there, they would say, hey, if I wasn't working, I'd be marching along with you chanting Black Lives Matter. <sighs> you know, last night or yesterday, excuse me, today's Friday. Wednesday night, two police officers in Connecticut were drawn to an ambush and shot and killed. And it wasn't even mentioned on the blanking stage last night. I'm telling you, folks, we're living in a different place. No one asked Governor McKee. Connecticut, we're not talking about Ohio. I'm not talking about the three officers shot in Philadelphia. We're not talking about the fact that it's been a deadly week for police officers. It wasn't even mentioned. And I want to neither by Ashley Kalis or the panel or McKee. No one mentioned right next door in Connecticut. 
two police officers lost their lives. And as I asked the question yesterday at the the Kalis press conference, no one mentioned to Governor McKee, do you regret being the keynote speaker at an anti-police rally? He gets a total free pass. Governor McKee didn't have to answer. Your lieutenant governor, Sabina Matos, she supported defunding the police. What are we to make of that in light of the news that two officers were just shot and killed in Connecticut next door? Not even asked. I, now, I'm going to explain the, the, the difficulty with the FBI probe that I don't hear. And again, did Ashley Kalis, I think she did better in the second half hour last night. I thought she did better 7 to 730. If you missed it, the video's up on the website to be I think her crowd should have been into it. But the questions are the questions. The questions are about, you know, I, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm tired of hearing about electricity. I know it's an important issue, but that becomes a win for McKee because they just got out of the rabbit hole and it's a chance for him to talk about all these wind farms and this other BS. So it's a win for him. The longer you go on it, the more he, it helps him. The education thing, as I mentioned in the first hour, I think there's real missed opportunities. You know, I do. Uh, Governor McKee, again last night, called himself the education governor. All these successes. Uh, the right pack, it's the, we, the Providence, Pawtucket, they have some of the worst test scores in the United States. Worse than Newark, New Jersey. Worse than parts of Baltimore. Worse than Worcester. And he gets a free pass on it. I didn't hear the, the, the words East Providence mentioned last night. I didn't hear the words Pawtucket mentioned last night. I didn't hear the words, yeah, you're the education governor. Is that why you gave the Providence Teachers Union, gave each of their members a $3,000 bonuses because they're delivering some of the worst test results in the country? I wish Ashley Kayla said, well, you're the education governor. I'm going to be the parents governor because parents should have more of a right in the blanking classroom. Parents should have more right that they're being, kids are being told you're a white supremacist. Parents should have more right about this critical race theory. Parents should have more rights when you have kids running around North Kingstown pretending they're cats using a litter box. That is the school system of the education governor. Oh, you're the education governor. Rhode Island Promise. No one mentioned there's a kid walking around CCRI and identifies as a lizard. And they didn't even mention last night. That the Rhode Island promise free tuition and touched Rhode Island College. Because now, instead of four years at Rhode Island College, students are saying, I'll go to CCRI for two years for free and then finish out at Rhode Island College. It's decimated Rhode Island College. Not even mentioned. But I'm going to mention the FBI probe. So what did the media not report? They didn't report that McKee would not shake her hand. I didn't say it was easy, but you are the sitting governor. Nice to see you. Whatever. See you next time. Ashley, and on your way. They didn't also, he was complaining on the ticket allotment. And he let his staff had it. I don't know what to tell you. Then they should have packed the place with McKee people. The fact of the matter is Governor McKee is not that popular. The people that are out in front holding signs, they're not supporters. They're union people that were told to be there. He's not that popular. He doesn't have a big base. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Matthews Oil Company. Now, listen, it is going to start to get colder. Get your tank filled now before the price goes up. Matthews Oil Company. Call them right now, 401 942 7,500, 24 emergency service, trusted oil delivery, four generations, premier dealer Rhode Island, highest quality heating fuels, Matthews Oil Company. Call 401-942-7500. Mention the John DePietro Show, you get a $50 credit. How about that? Someone on Facebook, put down this phone number in the comments, Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500, 401-942-7500, Matthews Oil Company, and online, MatthewsOil.com. Mention, one after dark, you get a $50 credit. 
Matthews Oil, pride, reliable, affordable service for you and your family. They have payment plan options. $50 credit, just mention the show. 401-942-7500. Here's what I don't hear being, I call it threading the needle. And hear me out, folks, this portion of the program, by the way, and again, if you missed the debate number two, people, it's, it wasn't on television. Why do you think I was there last night? These people, what, what channel is it? It's not on television. I, I, I don't know how people make it through and survive day to day. It's not on television. What channel is it on? I'd like a Coke. We don't carry Coke. I'd like a large Coke. Oh, okay. It's not on television. What channel? Check out the website, thepetro.com, brought to you by the Coesed Inn. A Rhode Island tradition, 1977, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Now, I also want to just address one quick thing. And this was, this has been conversation in the media. It's not your imagination. Of course, it's a conflict of interest. The down the dial pork boy. Not only is he the McKee surrogate of the airwaves. But what he's actually doing is running complete interference. I fully get. And then what are people saying? No one listens to him. It's low rate. It's all true. But it's also completely unfair. He is doing exactly what he wants to do. Now, I didn't hear it. Someone told me he was talking about Woonsocket yesterday. Why? Because if you're talking about Woonsocket, you're not talking about race for governor. During the course of the primaries, did Nellie Gorbea appear on that radio station, my old station, when it really was a real radio station? Did Nellie Gorbea appear in the afternoon? Did Helena Folks? No, no. Why? Because it's a blockout. He's doing a blockout. Is Ashley Kalis, why would Ashley Kalis get her head handed to her by McKee surrogate? Does Governor McKee go on? He doesn't have to. He's got a surrogate on the air for him. Three hours a day, five days a week. But I'm going to give you the answer. And someone said it last night. It's actually, a, they call it a donation in kind, a campaign donation in kind. If you like a certain candidate for office and you throw a fundraiser for them, at your restaurant, you have to bill them. By law, you have to bill them. You can't say, it's on me, right? <clears throat> Unless it's worked out some kind of donation in kind. So are they violating that? 100%. The guy is admitting on the radio that he's volunteering for the McKee campaign. I never remember that happening. I never remember that happening. That's a difference of, I think this person is good. Now, there's a vested interest between it, but I'm going to just end it with this. It is up to Susie Yankee, the chairwoman of the Republican Party, or the Kalis campaign to do something about it. And the same thing, you know, Aaron Guckian is running for lieutenant governor. Does he think he's going to get a fierce shake in the afternoon when you have a surrogate for the McKee Matos campaign? Do they have Matos, lieutenant governor? On the No. But I, I want to be very clear. This falls to the Rhode Island Republican Party and the Kalis campaign. Is it unethical? Of course it is. Do they have a valid complaint? I, I mean, I, I think they do. But they, it's, it's up to them because it's very clear what's going on. I want to explain about what's not being said about the FBI probe. And I'm going to do that, folks. But I want to remind you about J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Now, listen, this is the time. If you're going to get anything paved, you have to have it done before the cold weather sets in. Because then they can't pave. It's got to be a certain temperature. And the clock is ticking. They can pave up until early December. But then after that, then you got to wait till springtime. But you could call right now. And get your driveway or whatever it is. Residential, commercial, seal coating patio. Those J, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Free estimate. Just find out. If you're thinking right now on this Friday at 1241, you're thinking, you know what? I wouldn't mind getting the driveway paved. It does. It looks better. Whether it's a brand new paving project or patched. Call letter J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Licensed, contracting company. Whether it's a brand new paving project or cracked driveway, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, 
J. Perry Paving. Free quote, 401-732-1730, and they're great with veterans. What's not being explained about the FBI probe. Okay, Governor, and, and here's what they keep arguing. It's not an FBI, it's not really an investigation, and blah, blah, blah. Listen, here's the real bottom line that I don't hear threading the needle. What I don't hear and haven't heard is you got to thread the needle. you got to complete it. Okay? Anyone that watches football, right now it's 1242. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If you watch football, which I do, there's a difference between a team that can get the ball in the end zone. You've got to complete it. You've got to complete the drive and get the six points. And then you go for one or two. There's a big difference of getting it in the red zone and getting in, in, excuse me, in the red zone and the end zone. If you get the ball in the 15-yard line, you're in the red zone. But there's a world of difference between getting in the 15 and punching it through. You either settle for a field goal or you get a touchdown. You got to close them out. Right now, the fun campaign. Things are going great, but they got to close it out. And when they get to the debates and the debates start next week, he's got to thread the needle and close it out. And he's running a great campaign. But you got to finish the campaign. Ashley Kalis, who I like, and I think she did good at Tuesday night. She's getting the ball down into the red zone, but she's not getting it into the end zone. She's not. I would say if she was. Listen, if you put someone on stage next to the person in office and they call the person incompetent and insult them, blah, blah, blah. There are people that are going to like that and cheer. It's just human nature. It doesn't mean everyone's going to vote for the person. And you got to do more than that. And I mentioned in the first hour, you know, in 2014, when Gina Raimondo was on that debate stage against Angel Tavares, she painted a picture. She told a story. She knew what she was talking about. She would talk about Providence. I still remember it. She said, economic malaise. Do you see cranes in the sky? Empty Superman building? Economic malaise. She painted the picture. And you went to Providence. You saw there were no cranes in the sky, meaning there were no construction projects. She painted the picture. Now, the real problem with the FBI probe for Governor McKee is Rhode Island already starts with a perception problem of corruption. You can't afford to have the perception of corruption because honest, honest business people don't want to deal with it. You'll always get corrupt business people that will. The special interests will deal with it. But an honest business person, the type of companies you want to attract and land, which I don't even hear any talk about that anymore. They don't want to get mixed up with that. An FBI probe, if you run a Fortune 500 company, do you know there are companies that say to CVS, hey, you know, maybe we'll, we want to be closer to CVS. We want to set up shop in Rhode Island. But no honest business wants a pay-to-play system. Honest business people don't want to pay people off. Honest business people don't get, want to get shaken down for campaign contributions because it never ends. And so the FBI probe, the real damage there is, notice, you don't hear of Governor McKee having any meetings with any businesses of substance. Zero. Boom. Right? If the phone doesn't ring, it's me. They don't want to get dragged in than that. Listen, if you're running a company... Do you, do you think they, what's going to happen? This guy's under an FBI probe? Are, are they going to, is, is his office bugged? Is, are they, the FBI going to film me going in and out? Am I going to get subpoenaed? Am I going to have to go in front of a grand jury? You know what they don't need? They don't need that. You could have a CEO saying, hey, listen, I like my job. I've worked really hard to get here. I've worked at this company, whatever it may be, 25 years. I've risen to the top. If I had some whiff of a scandal like that, boom, I'm gone. This board of directors, they won't tolerate it. I don't need the hassle. What they're not threading the needle is that you're not taught. This is real damage. If you are a Rhode Island politician, the last thing you need is a whiff of corruption. 
And look look at sports. You know, after Spygate, right, with the Patriots, after Deflategate, what what happens around the NFL if there's any rumblings that the Patriots are not doing things above board, right? What's the first thing? Here we go again. The Patriots have to do everything to the letter of the law. Any team in professional sports. So the Houston Astros had the signal with what the pitch was coming, right? They'd hit the trash cans. Guy would know. It was either a breaking ball or going to be a fastball. If it's a fastball, it's going to be down the middle. I'm going to swing. Boom! They'd knock it out of the, the park. So Rhode Island government has to be above reproach. So Governor McKee, this isn't a matter of arguing of what he meant, the procurement and blah, blah, blah. And I was in a state of emergency. You know, this is a matter. You know, that's why I'll say that about Helena folks. You know, they can go after her on the opioids and Oxycontin and everything else. But she didn't have she doesn't have a reputation. Helena, but on a folks of being, you know, kind of a sleazy individual. Now, Buddy Cianci was a very gifted guy. He was a very talented politician, no question. And what it, it is a shame because, you know, his argument in 2014 was like, listen, I've learned from the past. Give me another shot and I will, I'm going to do things the right way. We're not going to fall into some of that stuff. Uh, that's too long. I'll go into that another time. But you can't ignore, you know, Louisiana has a corruption problem. <clears throat> Illinois has a corruption reputation. Right, goes back to Kennedy Nixon, Cook County, Illinois, nineteen sixty. Mississippi has a corruption image problem. Rhode Island does. Just a fact of the, you know, that's just the way it is. So what the FBI probe does is it it really reinforces that. Because believe me, you have successful business people, Boston and New York. You know what they would love to do? They would love to make the, they love their homes in Newport, in Narragansett. And they'd love to make the argument that what we're going to do is we're going to set up an office in Rhode Island and Bob, and all these different reasons. But the real reason is because then they want to have a chance to spend more time at their summer home in, in Newport and Narragansett. So what the FBI probe really does, it's totally detrimental to trying to lure businesses in. Business, what do you keep hearing? Businesses are moving to North Carolina. Businesses are moving to Florida. Businesses are moving to South Carolina. Who recently, if you go to Florida, cranes in the sky all over the place. How about Nashville, Tennessee? Cranes in the sky all over the buildings. I believe Texas, people moving nonstop. Who's, people won't move. If they're going to get shaken down, or there's an element of corruption. I don't hear that needle being thread. You know, and Ashley Kalis, tragically, unfortunately, even, has the opportunity to say, you know, when I was going to do business in Rhode Island, I was warned. People warned me. Careful of the corruption. And, you know, we still came in and got the contract and did the job. But suddenly now this guy's under an FBI probe. What did Kurt Schilling say? I interviewed Kurt Schilling. Three hours. What did he say? Everybody in Boston warned me. Don't, you don't want to go in there. It's corrupt. Folks, that's not easy to get rid of. Raimondo was not corrupt. Raimondo did some things. She played hardball. She played hardball with fundraising. But Raimondo was not a state for sale. Chafee Listen, he was a nincompoop, a nitwit, but it was not, Chafee Trust, not a state for sale. And Governor Kachiri, Governor Allman, Bruce Sundland was not a state for sale. Right now, this is a pay-to-play atmosphere. It is a pay-to-play atmosphere. And I don't hear the needle being thread on that stage. You can't just say FBI probe it. No, it doesn't resonate. Doesn't even have a name, right? The people in Cranston are up in arms that McKee wants to build a homeless village there. Wasn't even mentioned. And last night, for the second debate in a row, do people realize 
You guys know the state workers got $3,000 bonuses. Judges sitting on the bench. Lifetime appointments got a $3,000 bonus. You know what Governor McKee would say? I didn't give it to them. You also didn't call them out on it. You also didn't use the bully pulpit to say that's wrong. Hey, guess what? Here's a, here's a news bulletin. They're going to start getting them again. They're coming again with your taxpayer money. Second debate in a row. No one talks about the unfairness of those bonuses. Here's $3,000. Please vote for me. And by the way, with Governor McKee, it worked. It worked. The unions put him over the hump in the primary. I don't hear the needle being thread. The danger of having someone from Rhode Island in the form of Dan McKee is he's too provincial. You know, I've been hearing this speech like everyone else has, where an hour from Boston and three hours from New York and blah, blah, blah. And many times ranked 50th as far as business climate. For Governor McKee to say I'm the education governor and the testing scores are some of the worst in New England. It's just like it's, it's sitting there. It's waiting for you. A report just came out. We have the second worst roads in the nation. But if the reporters aren't going to bring it up and McKee's not going to bring it up and he wants to do the blanking truck tolls. Does that sound business friendly to you? That's truck tolls are not business friendly. And he can say all he wants. I'm not tolling passenger cars. I I don't believe them because he's listen. The unions are making him appeal the decision to begin with. They want their 45 million, as I've explained. They want their 45 million. Second worst roads in the nation. Small estate. There's something broken there. I don't hear anyone talking about the we don't need all these state workers. State workforce is way too big. They should trim the state workforce by at least 10%. Every department, I don't care. 10%. Well, there's no jobs. Well, that's that's because you're business unfriendly. High taxes. This is the McKee administration is every policy is Providence oriented. And it's a problem because the rest of the state is different than Providence. Everything's for panhandlers. Everything's for homeless. Last night in the debate, they have panhandlers asking questions. I want to know when I'm going to get free. Yeah, everything's for, like, Governor McKee is the, the governor. He is the governor of a welfare state. Every policy is geared around people who don't work, don't pay taxes, want free food, free housing. He never pays attention to the people that actually make the state run. But you've got to make the argument can't think the media is going to do it. Truck tolls. It's ludicrous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I have no intention. Until the federal money dries up, they have a huge shortfall. Then what are they going to say? We're going to temporarily toll cars. It's coming. As I told you, Newport Bridge. People get used to it. You go to Newport, you're going to pay the toll. You're going to believe him. He's along for the ride. He has taken orders. He has taken orders from the AFL-CIO, from Council 94, from Walsh and Crowley and Sabatoni. They have a direct hotline. They tell him what to do. He's not dictating. But you've got to make the argument. People are unhappy. It's Biden McKee. On Tuesday night, Governor McKee said, President Biden is the best president Rhode Island's ever had. Yesterday, inflation numbers through the roof. Popularities at 60% disapproval. Over 70% with independence. Not even mentioned last night in the debate. You, 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 you're just not going to get that many opportunities. You're just not. All this stuff on electricity and school choice and blah you got to make it really easy for people to understand. And lastly, last night, I give Ian Donis credit. Ian Donis said Massachusetts right now allows driving licenses for illegals. But they're going to vote on it. Next month, the state of Massachusetts will have a ballot question. Should illegals get a driving license? Ian asked a good question. 
should Rhode Island have it on the ballot? And both candidates said no. I, I believe that was a missed opportunity for Ashley Kalis. And worse, I don't think she was fully heard the question. She almost seemed like she was trying to find common ground. Yeah, it's decided. Yeah, no, we like, yeah, Governor McKee and I are in agreement. What are you in agreement for? Your job is to show whatever he says, yes, you say no. He says no, you say yes. Talk about business friendly. A sitting governor walked a picket line against a private business. What do you think other companies think when they see that? Whose side do you think they're on? He's supposed to be neutral. That's like the ref laughing it up on the other sideline. Not even brought up. Anyone that you only get so many chances in the red zone. And then the other team gets the ball. If it's always third and out, you're not going to win a game. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich at Med Urgent Care. When you have an emergency and you don't want to wait, whether it's you or a patient, family member, I've been to both locations. They'll see you in less than an hour at Med Urgent Care, but you got to drive there. Two locations, they're open seven days a week. They have doctors, they have nurses, they specialize in ambulatory medicine. Walk-in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic, work-related injuries, adult vaccinations, mononuclear antibody infusions at Med Urgent Care. Two locations. When you have an emergency, that's where you want to go. 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnson, and 5750 Post Road in East Greenwich. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1259. I'm going to talk about the Ponagansett thing next hour. I will give you an update, the information that I have. With what happened at Ponagansett High School. Uh, next hour is radio only. I will uh, anticipate doing Facebook Live later. But next hour, you can listen AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Log on, dpetro.com. D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. No eyes. We have all our links to social media. If you would like to reach me, you can send an email that way. Uh, you can see the, all the exclusive video content that we have. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news, get a news update on this Friday, October 14th. The Power Hour is next. We'll be back on the other side on the John DePietro Show.